This is the Practical Homeopathy Podcast, episode number 72. Each day from my office, I get to see how homeopathy is transforming lives all over the globe, and I want to share them with you. Some of my students have really caught my eye. Some of you have done all you can to learn how to cure those around you using homeopathic medicines, and your successes inspire me. They're glorious and powerful, and I can't keep these successes a secret any longer. So, with help from my roving reporters, we bring you a mini podcast series that I call Moms with Moxie, and sometimes we even interview dads with audacity. See how regular mothers and others, average people who want to cure those around them, have gone from freaking to fabulous with homeopathy. Hi, this is Kate, and I'm here today with Mary, and I'm looking forward to some of the things that Mary is going to be sharing with us. So welcome, Mary, to the podcast. Thanks, Kate. Great to be here. Great to have you. All right, let's get to know you a little bit. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? So I'm a retired air traffic controller, and also I'm a private pilot. Well, I'm a commercial pilot. That's a different rating. So I used to tell the pilots what to do and fly for fun. Oh my gosh, how exciting is that? And have you done this your whole life? Oh, yes, since I was 26. Was it like a childhood dream? No, it was divine intervention. <laughs> okay, well, tell us. I got out of high school and I was going to get married and have kids, and I didn't get married and have kids, so I went to work. And um, then the steel mills went under because of foreign imports. And then I took a job with my husband's credit union, and I wanted to run for the board of directors. And they told me if I ran for the board of directors, they would fire me. In the meantime, they get the air traffic controllers test out, but you had to dive in order to get a job. So then I went to work, and then the strike came, and I got hired. Divine intervention. Wow. I think it sounds super fascinating. So you said you have your commercial license as well. Did you fly as a pilot then for an airline? No, you have different ratings. So you have a private pilot's license, and then you have an instrument rating, and then you have a commercial pilot's license. It's just a rating. Oh, okay. I yeah, see. Yeah. So I bet you have some pretty interesting stories from your days as an air traffic controller. Oh, I do. And now they have this thing called ATC Live where you can listen. Back in my day, they didn't. So I could say whatever I want and not get caught. So anybody can listen to air traffic controllers? Is that what you're saying? Yes. yes. What? Mm -hmm. I didn't yes. know this. <laughs> See? You don't oh even gosh. have to be in an airplane. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. So how do you do that? Uh, download the app, I guess, ATC Live ATC or Live ATC. Live. It's one of the okay. two. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. So you're a pilot, you're an air traffic controller. What else? I'm a homeopath. So I mean, talk about oxymorons. I mean, that is yin and yang. Like they're mm -hmm. two different brains. Yeah. So how did that happen? Well, my husband retired when he was 50 and he wanted a dog. And I said, I didn't want a dog. But my girlfriend had this Dalmatian and she had two little boys and Dalmatians are very high energy. And she gave the dog up and she was the sweetest dog. And I said, I cannot believe you gave that dog up. And she said, I can't believe you wanted her. So she got the dog back and we adopted her dog after six months. She was six months old when we got her. So she had these terrible allergies and I took her to the special vet. They shaved her hind leg, stuck her with 57 needles, told me I had to feed her kangaroo or moose. 
gave me two vials to give her a needle twice a day. And six months later, and $1,000, she was just as bad, if not worse. And they said, well, it's not an exact science. Mm. I think that's a pretty common story, what you're saying. Our dog had allergies, kind of the similar thing. So I think you're speaking to the masses here. (laughs) Exactly, which is why Joette's course on allergies is fabulous. And as long as somebody's going to practice, it might as well be you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's how you originally got into homeopathy? I did. There's a vet called Dr. Kalsa, who's brilliant, that came from New England. And I took my dog to her, so that's how I started it. And then I found this study group in 93, and it went on from there. When you say this study group, was there a group of local people studying homeopathy together? Is that what you mean? Yes. So like Joette, we had a teacher, and we would go to her house, and we would take cases and study remedies, and it was amazing. Mm. All right. So you started studying with this group of people and learning classical homeopathy. Correct. And then somewhere along the line, we found Joette. I think one of our study group members brought in the thing for Gateway 1, and I was a study group leader, and then we took Gateway 1, and then we took Gateway 2. Oh, so you were were completing Gateway 1, and then Gateway 2 came out right after that, or? Yes, yes. Did you find, as someone who had studied homeopathy for quite some time, that it was too basic, or did you still learn quite a bit? Homeopathy, you're always learning. We learn every remedy card she puts out. And like the insomnia, the Arnica 200 for insomnia, who knew? I've been studying for 25 years or so. I've never known that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the protocol for fleas, nobody knows that either. So mm-hmm. it's always interesting. Yes, she has so many free things on her website that you really could just study that and learn a ton without even taking a course. Right. So now we do our own study group, but then we do Joette study group. We'll do a Zoom class just like we're doing now. And we take some of her podcasts and we'll pick them apart. So you guys are just going through some of the podcasts or blogs and talking about the different things that you're learning there and just having discussions around those then? Yes. There's just so much information that you miss some of it. So by having a study group and everybody bringing something to the table, then what you might have missed, somebody might say. Mm Mm-hmm. I find every time I go through the Gateway book, I learn something or I remember something and it's always super useful. So you can never read things too many times. We just did another podcast with another woman who said she read Dorothy Shepard's book over, I think it was eight times or something like that. And then on the eighth time is when she caught something that she had never seen before. So Mary, when we were talking earlier, you were saying about being an air traffic controller and why homeopathy is so important to you. So tell us a little bit more about that. So whether you're an air traffic controller or you're a pilot, whether it is a commercial pilot for the airlines or a private pilot that just flies around for fun, you have to take a flight physical once a year. So the important things for that is that As an air traffic controller, if you can't pass a physical, you don't have a job. And as a pilot, if you don't pass a physical, you don't have a job. So for instance, back in the day before I knew homeopathy, I would take Flexerol for lower back pain. You cannot work for a week after you take that Flexerol. You have to stay home. Really. And if you take DayQuil for a cold, Mm -hmm. I think it's three days. You can't fly for three days after you take DayQuil. So that tells you how long that stays in your body, right? It just tells you you don't want to be taking it. (laughs) That's right. You don't want to be taking it. (laughs) You don't want to be taking it. So, I mean, there's just a few examples. So your best thing is to just be well. And homeopathy helps you do that. Exactly. 
So give us some other examples of some of the ways that you've used homeopathy over the years. Okay. So back in the beginning, before I learned homeopathy myself, I had a godchild. She was born five pounds, nine ounces. A month later, this child is five pounds, nine ounces. So, you know, that's not good, right? Right. So the allopathic people took her off the breast milk, put her on rice. Anyway, we took her to this homeopathic doctor and he gave her one dose of Nux Vomica. And in one day she gained four ounces. How do you explain that? Wow. That's incredible. I know. And you want to see her now. She's 18 years old. She's beautiful. So that makes me wonder why they gave her Nux Vomica. Yeah, very interesting. So that got you really intrigued then. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I took my girlfriend to the same doctor and she couldn't even breathe to get up the stairs. And I think he gave her Crotagus and it was like a light bulb went off. She was like so light after that. You could just tell in her face that it just changed something. So I have to tell you about my car accident. Oh, um, that doesn't <laughs> December- sound good. Well, it wasn't. So December 8th, we were coming home from a Christmas party and I was driving down a dry road and this 19-year-old T-boned me doing 40 miles an hour. Now, I had my tonsils out when I was 22 before homeopathy. I wouldn't have done it now, but at 22 was the last time I was in a hospital. So at 65, I took my first ambulance ride. They used the jaws of life to get me out. Um, I broke my wrist in two places and I called my sister at 1030 at night and I said, all my siblings have homeopathic kids. We can talk about that because there's nothing more frustrating than somebody to call you for their advice and you tell them what to take and they don't have it. So I agree <laughs> with Joette. Right. Everybody needs a homeopathic kit. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I was looking for Arnica, but so now they're going to do a CAT scan, which I'm not fond of. They're going to put an IV in me, which I'm not fond of. So I take the aconite, and within seconds, I was calm enough for them to work on me. And then I took the Arnica. Like, I would go into, like, shock, and I would take the Arnica, and then it would go away. So it's just amazing. I don't know what would have happened if I didn't have my sister and my kid after this accident. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I feel like you are very blessed to be alive after that accident. I'm sure there was a lot of bruising, but the only broken bones were your wrist? Well, I think I had my left hand on my thigh because that was the only thing that was bruised, probably ribs and my thigh. Um, I think the armrest got me. So he T-boned me and the armrest got me and that's how I broke my wrist. Wow. That's so scary. So Arnica and Aconite for accidents... Oh, you just never want to be without them, right? Never, never. Well, that's what Joette said. Mm -hmm. Put the aconite in your handbag. That's the first remedy she talked about because Mm -hmm. we just talked about this in our study group. Aconite 200 in your handbag, Mm -hmm. always. Exactly. But I have to tell you another funny story. My sister was expecting her first grandchild. Now she's in Pennsylvania and her son and his wife are in Texas. So she makes an airplane reservation for Friday. And this is Wednesday. And the doctor says, there's no action here. So the daughter-in-law calls my sister and says, can you change your reservation? Cause the baby won't be here by the time you get here. So I called my friends in Texas and I said, you have health food stores. And they said, Mary, of course, like Texas <laughs> is like the epicenter of alternative medicine. So I call the food store and I want it qualified on 30C mm-hmm. and I took a picture of it. I sent it to my niece Mm -hmm. and I told her, you walk in the store, it's on aisle 4A on the third (laughs) shelf. And I sent her the picture. 
well, do you know, by the time my sister got there, the baby was there. Wow. So, yes. I mean, just exciting stuff. Yeah. So my girlfriend's daughter was having her fifth child and they sent the husband home and my girlfriend went in and she said, are you going to have this baby or aren't you? I don't remember what we gave her. It might've been the colophylum. And she said, yes, but for whatever reason, she was afraid this time. I mean, your fifth child, you would figure you wouldn't be afraid. I don't remember what we gave her, but we gave her a remedy. 10 minutes, they delivered that baby in the bed. So much fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's great. And things went really well? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 10 minutes. So jumping back a little bit to the Gateway 2 study group that you did, I know you said you enjoyed some particular sections of that study guide. So tell me a little bit more about that. Well, we probably did that a couple months ago, but what we found very interesting is that they just resonated with those cell salts and everybody went out and bought a cell salt travel kit and everybody found a different use for them. Just like me with my homeopathic kit, so many people went and bought their children the cell salt kits because Gillette just put such a different spin on it that we don't really even think about cell salts mm -hmm. so much. But um, my broken wrist, I still have a lot of edema in my fingers. And so I use the Nat Salt for the edema on that. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be helpful. So Nat Self 6X then? Yes, correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah, there is a ton of information in that cell salt section. I know it's a lot to get through in one study group session even, but there's so many things that you could pick out of there <laughs> that apply to your life. I always talk about when we're going through that whole section. Now, don't think you have to take every cell salt because you're going to find something as we're talking about each of the cell salts that you feel like applies to you. Did you guys find that also? Absolutely. Yeah. So are there other things that you found? Are there other examples maybe from that that you wanted to talk about? I remember my cousin, he was like four years old, ran into the corner of a table and I had the birthing kit with me. It had Arnica 200 in it. And this child screamed at the top of his lungs and I took out that Arnica and popped it in his mouth. And I mean, seriously, it's a wonderful thing. So there was a guy that fell here, the dog tripped him, and he had this goose egg. You cannot believe how big this goose egg was. And I gave him Arnica 200. He ended up with nothing. I've watched that happen too. My son fell backwards when he was young. He was standing on a chair and he fell backwards and there's concrete and he hit his head on the concrete and he had a goose egg on his head. He felt dizzy. I gave him Arnica 200 a couple of times and I watched that goose egg go down. It just went away. And it works great for animals too. I started talking about the dog, but I had this horse that was a champion and mm -hmm. he whacked his head on the barn door. And okay. so his head was tilted and um, his owner brought me over to see him and we gave him that sulf and he got so much better. I mean, he was like normal after that. And the amazing thing about animals, I don't know whether he ever did this or not, but my girlfriend's dog needed Ignatia. Everybody had left her and she was feeling lonely or something. And so we put it in a bowl. Do you know they know when to go redose themselves? Mm, no, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. If you put down their water bowl and a homeopathic bowl with remedy in it, they'll take it when they need it. Wow. And I've always just thought about putting it in their bowl of water, but that is a great tip. Give them their bowl of water and then another bowl with the remedy that they need. They have such innate senses that we can't even begin to understand probably. You know, they know what they need. Exactly. And the children, they're pretty intuitive too. 
I have friends, children, that they will just ask for a remedy. They won't even ask for an antibiotic or any kind of allopathic medicine. That's awesome. My girlfriend's grandchildren, they'll just go over and they'll pick which one they need. This is such a fascinating journey to be on with homeopathy. There's so much to learn. Well, you're a lot younger than me and your children are young. So, I mean, how cool is it that they learned on homeopathy? <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. And I think of all those that are younger than myself, they're starting out their kids and they've never had a drug. And that's such a good thing. You know, I didn't know about homeopathy until my kids were, I think, definitely under 10. And we had used antibiotics, but you can't be too hard on yourself for what has happened in the past. You just have to move on. Yes. Keep learning, keep reading and mm -hmm. buy a homeopathic kit so you're prepared. Right. So... I told you about my accident mm -hmm. and last week we took a ride and my brother-in-law was driving and he was not going fast enough to get through this intersection. And I guess I had a flashback of the fear from the accident. And so I slept 24 hours. I was so sick and oh, I thought no. I just had a cold. Yeah. Well, see, this is what happens. You have a cold. So you go through the cold remedies and now you're trying to figure it out. But once I slept for 24 hours, it dawned on me that that came after the fright, you know, so I took Aconite 200 and I got better just like that. I mean, it's amazing. Oh, wow. So you had taken a bunch of the remedies for cold, but until you took the Aconite, that's when it really just kicked it. Oh, yeah. I took Allium Sepa. I took a combination, you know, I had whatever <laughs> I had here in Florida and um, figured out the Aconite and it just turned it around and I was better in like a nanosecond. Hmm. It's amazing. That has happened to me before when... I've not gotten enough sleep or one of my kids, you know, how you're on a vacation or maybe they go to a camp or something like that. And then they get sick following that event. And you have to think always with homeopathy about what led up to you getting sick, because there might be some tips, just like you said, after you thought about it a little bit more, you came down with that after that frightful experience, just like my kids got sick after staying up all night at camp. And so then I would always be sure to give them the Nux Vomica because Nux Vomica is great for overdoing it. Not enough sleep. You're overdoing things, just pushing too hard. I feel like I'm living on Nux Vomica right now, honestly. <laughs> Actually, I pondered this this morning. If I keep pushing my body and not getting enough sleep and take Nux Vomica every day, how long can I go before my body is just going to be like, okay, you know what? This is too much. <laughs> All right. So Mary, in conclusion, give us some words of wisdom. So I'm not going to do the math, but I've been studying homeopathy since 93. So it's a pretty long time. Mm -hmm. And even after all these years, you can always learn something. So my first advice is to always keep learning and share with other people and have a homeopathic kit. So when we were talking earlier, you were talking about your mom and you said you had picked all these remedies for your mom. And then you got verification from somebody that was more experienced than you. And you had picked all the right remedies. You just needed that verification that you were okay. And what you picked was okay. So that's all the new people need is for somebody else like you and me to say, that's a great choice. And if it doesn't work, call me back and we'll find something else. Mm -hmm. And that's how we're going to spread homeopathy and keep everybody well. Mm -hmm. And now the doctor's offices. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you, Mary. It's been a pleasure meeting you and hearing about your stories. I think I could talk to you for hours probably about all the different things 
uh, that you could share after having used homeopathy for so many years and your air traffic controller stories. I'm sure you have more fun stories there. But um, thank you for spending the time with us today and sharing with the listeners from your experience. Thank you, Kate. just listened to a podcast from practicalhomeopathy.com where nationally certified homeopath, public speaker, and author Joette Calabrese shares her passion for helping families stay strong through homeopathy. Joette's podcasts are available on iTunes, Google Play, Blueberry, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast with Joette Calabrese. To learn more and find out if homeopathy is a good fit in your health strategy, visit practicalhomeopathy.com.